Kai from the England Euro Victory Party. Hello? Hello? It's the Book of Minority Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that doesn't think goalkeepers should be allowed to get away with everything. Also, go Iceland. On this week's show, we look back at the loss in Orlando, get a special report about the throwball team at BMO, look ahead to the Voyagers Cup final, talk Seattle, and much more. And now to this week's panel. His Viking vibes have propelled his second adopted homeland forward. It's Mark Hinckley. Hey, that's Icelandic for hello. Ooh. I'm multilingual. That is very impressive, Mr. Mark. Ah, you know, world traveler. Wow. That 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 stopover, that three days, you learned the entire language, didn't you? <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. They think well th- let's put it this way, they at least think I'm a local. So that's there, there that, you go, that's there perfect. Go. Uh, with the outster of England, he's going back to the coal mine. Hello. It's our guest panelist, Dwayne Rollins. Hello. Hola. Bonjour. Wow. He's got <laughs> me beat. This is amazing. He's got me beat. I, I I don't even I don't think I can I think all the languages are taken I don't know what I, to do I think there's only four so I know yeah. that's true that is true yeah I uh, while still saddened by Albania and now Spain I have renewed my commitment to Iceland I am your host Kristen Knowles Bonjour Wait oui. wait 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 um, as for the other two um, Duncan is broken up about the Brexit. Yes, they yeah. are. They are both uh, yeah. unwilling to get out yeah. of bed, and uh, that's what I heard. That's the rumor starting. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of tearful. I could barely understand the messages. <laughs> um, just a lot of <laughs> why? Uh, so yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll hopefully get them back next week. But who knows? This is really difficult time for them. Yeah, it's, it's shaking up. It's tough. Yeah. All right. To the core. Start wearing purple. Wearing purple. Start wearing purple for me now All your sanity and wits, they will all vanish I promise It's just a matter of time So yeah Start wearing purple, wearing purple First on this week's show, of course, is the Orlando game Yay! Well, that was fun, right? So let's see. We had water, ba- water breaks for the first time this year. Yay for plastic pitch. Uh, lots of goals. The obligatory terrible refing. And it, this time, I think we get to talk about it. Injured players. Really poor first half from TFC. Oh, wait. That yep. one's standard right now. Yep. Um, that's the thing. Really, all we needed was a brawl. And hey, that almost happened. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we'd have the complete game. But really, not the best game for Toronto to build off of after that really strong win over LA. And that to me is almost more disappointing than anything. You know, you have that game against LA where you, you know, you close them down. You have such a strong game, especially in the second half mm. after the poor first half. That's really starting to worry me again, by the way. Mm. Well. Is this, this is now a trend. Yeah, it is. As far as I'm concerned. What you have to sleep. No, it was half Yeah, time. it was halftime. So it was the other way around. So yeah. they've switched it. Yeah. So Ryan Nelson used to have the story time with the milk and cookies at yeah. halftime. I don't know what Greg ne- Greg Van Greg Nelson. I don't know. What. <laughs> that's I don't know. Crazy Nelson. Coach. <laughs> the next coach. Greg the- Nelson. <laughs> Greg Nelson Winter. <laughs> um, so I don't know what he says to them before games. I just I'm not sure what's happening. Um, but. 
Yeah, I don't understand. Hey, at least he gets half of it right. I guess. We combine the two eras, it'd be rocking. It'd be amazing. Yeah. We, we, would, we would take on everything, but I, I just... Iceland's got two managers. Just saying. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Onto something. Interesting. I don't know. The thing about the, this game, and I know we're going to talk about the penalty a yeah. lot, uh, and we'll leave that well enough alone, but it's it kind of distracts from the fact that it wasn't a great effort, as you said. Now, look, that happens in MLS, and two games, they're playing a lot of games right now, they're missing players, blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, you want to go down and take advantage of a team that has been pretty crap at home all year. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it was nice to see Carl Lahr- or Kyle Lauren score. Absolutely. Uh, as, right as, 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 but as I said in, in our preview last week, Kyle Aaron, of course, he was going to score because he can only score for Orlando. Yeah, that's because Kaka is not Canadian. True. Yeah, that would be the main problem, I think, with that. People that always is, ask, why can't Lauren score for Canada? That is a very valid, yeah, scarily valid point. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was the points were the points deserved three points for Orlando? If you look at the whole game, sure, but we got to talk about that because I think in this particular case, it's irrelevant, as you said in the intro. It's relevant to this conversation. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah, you, you pretty much hit all the points. Like it's it's that it's that. Let's try and get going in the first half when nothing happens, and you might see a glimmer of hope in the last five minutes. But uh, then the second half comes out, and I don't know what buttons he pushes. I don't know what what inspirational quotes he he <laughs> reads from. I don't know what's in the halftime oranges. But whatever the hell it is, they come out a different side, and that's three at least three games in a row, yeah. if not if not longer. So, um, all right, crystal well, method half. I was just thinking that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Bat so salts, I think it down there is easier to get. Woo! <laughs> Moment of the match Hamilton's call because I just want to like to see the kid do well, yeah. yeah. And it came kind of like, whoa, did that happen? And then we thought, okay, they got the point, that's good, blah blah blah. We know what happened after that, but yeah, yeah no, that's that's my moment. And c- considering again, considering he had a couple pretty solid misses in the yeah. first, it was like, it was like, Jordan, Jordan, stop. Nice for the kid to get his first yes. one. Yes, that was brilliant. Yes. I, I, I do give him full marks for uh, the cool way he kind of did it. Just no, no, like, yeah, no kid in the candy yeah. store hyper. He's just like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, and just, oh, goal. I scored a goal. Nice. Good on you, son. Yeah. You know, um, I actually went with a second goal for my moment of the match, mostly yeah. because I, cause I didn't think Toronto was actually going to come climb back into the match. It wasn't looking very, uh, wasn't very looking optimistic, but Justin Morrow with some attacking skills. What? Justin, Justin Morrow learning to play for play offensive again, which was nice. But uh, that after was a hell the, of a ball. After the horrible first half, that was a hell of a ball. A really. Yeah. At first, it looked like it was a shot, but then when they showed the replay of it, that, he had no intention of shooting that. That was clearly going across the face of goal. Yep. And. But know, also could, very could, very, could very calm, to, to cool, like. Yeah. A lot of players would have fucked that up. That yeah. would have gone over wide, just scuffed it right at the keeper. That was a nice, cool... You gotta finish it. Gotta yeah. finish yeah. it, yeah. so... Yeah. So, the instincts are there. He just can't cross is the problem. Which mm. is a problem for a fullback, but... Mm. <laughs> they played out wide at all, you know, you gotta... Yeah, it's kind of... Like, kind of this this evolution of the modern game bothers the crap out of me, by the way. You just want them to defend. I want them. I want them to their primary job to be defend. Yes, okay. and and I realize that that is not the case, or at least not in this iteration of TFC. And but it does bother me. This is this is an argument we have all the time. Mostly me because I was a fullback, and not that I couldn't put in a decent cross. I could, but my 
favorite joy was shutting players down. I loved that, and I was very good at it. And that was my that was my bread and butter. It's an evolution um, of the winger game that used to. Well, back there's in the that day, too. Yeah, I don't mind like the overlapping runs, but I find there's so much reliance on the fullbacks now that. It's 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 basically why are they even called defenders anymore? Why are they not just wingers? The're, the evolution of the modern fullback because they want to do the overlapping run. Like I know, you catch it's a counter I know. boy and blah blah. blah. I get it. Um, my moment of the match actually, um, although those are both very good ones, uh, is the it's not either penalty. It's the injury because I think yeah I, I exactly yep. that was invoking that. Yeah, you, know. you just sort of stare at the screen going that. No, that didn't just... Did that just, did that just happen? <laughs> like, I, get up. Please get up. Please, please, yeah, please, you, please walk around, you know? When you, when you go down collapsing from a kill a, kick... From a, a goal, goal kick, kick. Something is wrong. That is, is not a good sign. No. I, you don't walk that off. You no, just don't. Something is wrong. I believe I... I had quite a few tweets on the evening, but I believe I just went hashtag that's so TFC. Yeah. It was literally the worst thing that could have happened. Look, and I include a Javanko injury in that because I yeah. think that they could figure out a way to play around a Javanko interview. They've shown that but, they can play without him. But Irwin has been a difference maker this year for them. Well, um, and it's the drop off, too. It's the drop off. He was There's, a difference maker in the first four, 75 minutes. I still named him yeah. man of the match. Yeah. If um, Kanopka was here still. We'd be okay. It'd be less of an issue. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Ross, Ross County can't be that much fun, can yeah, it? Yeah, uh, it's they, really up there. Like, like really up there. Like, yes. like seriously, he can't stuff. really go, be enjoying it. You go to Inverness and then you keep going. And like, after that, it's just it's just hills, sheep, just and, come back. And Ross County. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that was for me. Uh, man of the match. Irwin. Yeah, that hasn't changed from what I just mentioned. Well, I, I'm going to give it to Hamilton because when you score your first Major League Soccer goal, and he's a kid, and he's suddenly beginning to find his confidence again, and mm-hmm. that's a good thing. So I, I gotta, I gotta give the tap out to the Canadian. Yeah, kids. you know Absolutely. what? No, I'm all no, good with that. Not, um, not gonna, not gonna argue that. I went with Drew Moore, who yeah. up until you know a certain period of time in the game, in the first half, he was the only good player. He actually kept them in that game, as far as I'm concerned. Um, mm. So. Why are you looking at me like that? No, I'm not. I'm just it's it's because they allowed a lot of goals. I know that. But yeah, so it, it's a. It's and an I get that pick. when it's you an and, and as it, so is picking. Well, yeah. Irwin wasn't responsible for most of those goals, but anyway, mm-hmm. um, and and I do get that. But for me, it's the fact that watching, um, especially rewatching, see the first half to see how much work he put in to prevent further goals. Sure. I'm giving it for that, but Hamilton would be my second. Absolutely, I'm delighted for him. Go to the match. Does anyone not have the ref? Drew Moore for that vicious hauling down of that bullying of the wee, tiny Baptista. Orlando did totally deserve a penalty from such a violent challenge. I am surprised that the disco has to come down on Drew Moore for such a heinous action. Multiple games. It's better than what Multiple worse, games. Yes, exactly. Worse than what DeYoung did. It was just awful. It was. His career, Baptista's career has been ruined. Did you, did you hear? Can I be really cruel? Yes. Bono. No, that's fair. I was, I know, it was. That's such an easy one to choose. Yeah, I know, and, he, and, and to be fair, to be fair, I don't know, I don't know. Like I've seen, not, I haven't seen a lot of like low level games. I'm not talking about League One, but just in a level levels below MLS. I've never seen such a howler, and I felt bad because it was literally that's, the first major. That thing you had first to do. goal was like yeah, was, was that. Fall. Like that was he, all he's not him. ready. He no. illustrates he's not ready. Yeah, and, like right there. No, like that was. Yeah. And it's cruel to name him the GOAT because he's not, he shouldn't be in that position. No, but, well, you're but, a backup keeper, MLS. Like, yeah. 
Well, they've been rotating too. I like know. They've been going, and they would have been better off with Q well, in there. And that's Q's, not, in, Q's in Vancouver, so not just the Canadian thing. I don't know if you have this on the lineup or not, but I could talk about the keepers if you want. Yeah, it's it's in, it's in here somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I talked to someone at TFC Academy about this uh, right. off record a bit, and they they sort of looked at me with dead eyes when I asked, and then when I reassured them that I wasn't going to tell anyone, they're not listening, right? Um, no, no they, they just... We get, like, three listeners. Yeah, it, it's, like, neither are ready. It's the long and the short of it. It's, like, this is a disaster. Neither are ready. We need to figure out a trade. Yeah. So any idea of getting bringing in up defensive depth, it's gone. They, yeah, They've got to bring this now... in. This is number one priority if he's out for any length of time, and it's sure as hell looks like he is. Q is more ready in the sense that you could put Q into a game and he'll make spectacular saves. He'll be less likely to give up a howler like that. But what Q does is he'll be standing at the top of the 18 and he'll see a butterfly or something. Yeah, he's, and he's, yeah, he'll, he's yeah. very easily distracted. Yeah. The, um, anyway, that's so yeah, it's a it's a mess. It's the worst possible thing that could have happened to them. Agreed. All right, well, Vanny Tactics on this one. So, you know, we talked about last week the fact that there's all these games all scrunched together between both Voyager's Cup games and midweek games and flying back and forth across North America, here, there, everywhere. La, la. Um player injuries now so who's injured so ashton morgan and uh ashton morgan's apparently hurt dan lovitz is apparently hurt yeah when did they get hurt i probably in training okay yeah. uh, michael bradley is still a big question mark because bradley can't play when he comes back from an international tournament klinsman runs him into the ground yeah so um but also hurt fair. in that game right altador whatever altador is altador um yeah he's been hurt <laughs> been hurt always hurt We'll remain Let's just go through a damage. Yeah, it'd be better yes. to report Altador the other way. Not yes. hurt. Not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> In the not hurt list. Um, both Johnson and Endo were both just coming back from injuries. Delgado still looks like he's trying to rehab something or he's just reverting, which I fear is the actual answer. Anyway... So he didn't have as many choices, perhaps, in this game. But my big question is, why is Nick Hagelin at right back when Mark Bloom is sitting on the bench? Is Mark Bloom just there to be a body? Clearly, yes, because they need to put someone on the bench. My Yeah, my only theory on Mark Bloom is this, is that he's regressed because of the injury to the point that he's no longer good enough. In which case, he seems like a lovely guy. His wife follows me on Twitter. She seems like a yeah, lovely person. they're a lovely family. Um, the NASL, uh, the USL are perfectly viable places to, to play professional soccer. And, yeah, and, maybe, and have a living. And Yeah, it might be time to, you know... But I just blank or what? Yeah, yeah. But I, for me, it was just more the why. Then why even bother? Why bother having someone who actually plays that position? Because on that first goal, Haglund's complicit in that first goal. Now the other theory behind this is that maybe they're trying to show Haglund, show Haglund off, show Haglund's right. versatility. That's for why a they're putting trade. him in different positions. He's yeah. shop window right now. Hmm. That makes a lot of sense then. That's and not a bad. I think on this show, the last time I was on, I talked about the possibility of getting Haglund more offensively involved. Now, I don't know whether he could throw a cross in. I th- kind of want to see him in the middle going after those things, but maybe that's part of it. I don't know that I've ever seen him put a cross in. I've seen him get his head on a cross. Like, yeah. he does get into the mix. Yeah, um, I don't like him out, out wide either, but, you know, it comes down to... Too slow. Yeah, but, I mean, there's they have no one else out there. Like, that's, that's an injury area, and if Bloom's seriously not good enough at that point, then they're in trouble that way, too. They're yeah. staying all across the board. We know that, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, oh yeah, and Beta Shore. That'd have been a very good secret. Right, sorry. Yeah. Beta Shore is hurt. Right. That's yeah, yeah and that's the thing. Like, like who? Again, there's there's this there's the steep drop off for the defense again at right back again. You know, mm-hmm. Steve Beta Shore. Steve Beta Shore played every minute of every game for TFC, and then I'm disappointed that 
I you haven't sung your song yet. He's not. not. All, All right, right back. back. Yeah, I got to Sorry. <laughs> okay. go. Sorry. I Sorry. Thank should, you, Dwayne. You should have let us on that way earlier. I would have yeah. been all backing you up. Yeah. My bad. I should have picked up on it. Just occurred to me anyway. But he's not. And it was and it was clear in this game. And and to me, that's a frustration that I, I understand he's got limitations on the on his roster right now. But... Give him a run out and see. But yeah, he's not even playing TFC 2 is the issue with Bloom, yeah. so... Which is always weird to see if if you can't get a game there, yeah. and you're supposed to be, like your your excess parts. But yeah, it's because they don't. They they are in their defense. They are restricted by the Canadian quota in the USL, which okay. is a fifty percent roster thing. Fifty percent of the roster and six of the eleven starters have to be Canadian. Yeah. Oh, all right. That also makes more sense. So if they want to focus on bringing up some of their younger kids that are non-Canadian then maybe that's why he's not getting a run out down there. It's certainly why they don't use that as a reserve team. They use it more as an extension of the academy than yeah. they use it as a reserve That's team. fair. That's totally fair. All right, and Perkis was rest. Anyway. Anyway. I don't know what's happening with him. Oh, appar- appar- apparently. Duncan has him kidnapped, I think. Yes, and locked in the locked in the party room of the new house. I don't I don't know what his problem is with Perkis. Not- he really, really uh, hates him a lot. I know he does. He hates Perkis more than I hated Bradley Orr. <laughs> yeah, but you have his autograph, don't you? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> how deep is that hatred? You got him to vandalize a perfectly good shirt. I mean, most people call it an autograph, but for you it's a vandalism. And you're like, okay, I was there when it happened. I know. So, whatevs. Um, yeah, no, I think I think Duncan has Perkis locked up in the new party room. Right. Um, He's down with the Gambians. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, someone to play with. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um... Let's move on to what is probably the the biggest non-playing part of this game, which was the ref mm. and the two calls, uh, the non-call and the call. So, what do you say? <laughs> what do you say? Like, I've, 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 I just I don't understand. Okay, look, like the non-call, especially like no, but no, actually both of them, both of them I don't understand. So I've watched and I've rewatched and and watched and watched and watched about a thousand times. Joe Bendick haul Jordan Hamilton down yeah. like there's no question no. that he did it none there's no you can't explain it away and say I bumped into him or this he hauled him down you're not allowed to do that and the ref had a perfect he was, and he was right there right there he saw the whole thing and you can't say he was obstructed I just, or- I just don't understand I don't understand yeah uh, the only thing I can think of is that after that happened Maybe he was informed of it and said it's front of mind suddenly that he can't miss another call like that. So as soon as he saw any hint of it, and maybe he told the team, like, I'm, I'm making excuses for them at I, this point. Yeah. I can see that. I'm just trying to I figure it out in my mind, right? Like, that's the only thing I think of. Because I, I had the opportunity of, again, I was at TFC Academy the other day, and I was talking to a fourth official in the game I was involved in, and I kind of hedged it in because you don't want to. Sure. Officials like to protect themselves. Yeah, right? no, understood. So he said, okay, so what do you think about the call? Finally, after a while of talking to him, he's like, okay, well, it was it was a strange call is what he said. It was a strange call that really didn't look good because of the non-call before. So even this official, in a very diplomatic way, was saying that the guy screwed it up. Like, it was yeah. just a mistake. And that's it's baffling how after they have the, the professional organization, they have all this training, they put all this money into it, and they do actually invest a lot of money in this. They yeah. still are so... Inept. Inconsistent, yes. Look, yeah, inconsistent, yeah. Like I have the answer. Oh, let's hear and, it. And really what it becomes down to is that we need to get we need to we need to get out of this pro thing. 
and take back officiating under our control. <laughs> we need to have a referendum to see if we can have what I'm dubbing a Prexit. An exit from the pro referees. Sounds that good. way, those blind bastards can go back to where they came from. Can we bring back the Greek refs? I know! Weren't they so good? They were magical. They still can't possibly be getting paid over there. Exactly. They still can't be getting paid. Well, I've heard that theory before, that, that that's the, the to bring the level of officiating up, because it's the off-season for European leagues for the most part. Yeah. You bring in a few top, and you pay them some good money to come over for the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Let them run a few training and clinics at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Let them learn. A lot of them learn. Please. No, I mean, they're going to make mistakes, too, like because referees make mistakes. Sure, absolutely. You know but I, 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 I but mean, just I'm in never... that game to have two such poor... So, so then, so then well, the, you... the, the hauling down... Like, if they, one's not they, a penalty, they, they... then the other one's not a penalty. Or they're both penalties. Sure, I'll give you those. No, that one on Baptista is not a penalty. No, no, I'm what I'm sorry. saying is that you can't say that what Bendik did was not a penalty and then say Baptista going down was. They're either... If you're going to be like... These are my standards. They're either both penalties or they're neither penalties, which would I would have been upset with, but I would have also been okay with. But that was criminal. Well, Twice. Like, to use another game of comparisons, like the Copa America final from this weekend, oh God, where yes. he was throwing cards out left, right, and center, and yep. it was kind of crazy. But at the same time, it was the same rules for both teams. That's why we ended 10v10. We probably ended, should have ended 9v9 in that game. But anyway, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. True. I mean, if you think about that, at least that guy was consistent. Yeah. This guy's that's the inconsistency is what drives him nuts. And if you read the the Major League Soccer Soccer article um, after the game, TFC's no, they're not so much complaining about the call at the end. They said they don't agree with it, but they're saying, no, it's a non-call that we're yeah. irritated with. And, why and, the hell are you not calling it? Yeah. And, you know, in the, and the call at the end, which it's, it's we've, wrong. Seen, we've seen called before, <laughs> but it was very wrong. But that non-call was like just a thousand times worse. And it's, I would have said that no matter who was playing. Like, this isn't a, because this was TFC. In any game I was watching, if the keeper hauls down a player in the box... And gets no ball. <laughs> like, that is right there is a yeah. penalty no matter what. No matter who you are. Gigi Buffon, you know, hauls down whoever. That's a fucking penalty. I sometimes wonder whether, we, like, one of the things that irritates me is there's no accountability for the referees. They never have yes. to. Well, there oh, yeah, are, they, but they, it's they not. Don't, we don't oh, yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. far down the road. Shadow government. I might feel better if they actually just went, we got it wrong, which rarely yeah. happens. Yeah, like, just like, fucking I, own like, up I'm to okay, it. Yeah. I'm okay with, like, they're refs and just... Tell human, me, pretend, you know? pretend to me that you're human. Pretend to me that you can make mistakes. Yeah. They do, and it's fine. And you know what? I get it. It's it's a tough job. It's a shit job because there's three guys who have to cover a lot of field to look after 22 men, and there's yeah. not a lot of sports where the ratio of, of officials to players is that and in that disparaging. So you know what? Space. I get it. Sure. Like yeah, we we screwed up. I'm sorry. You know that happens. Fine. But you're right. They never ever ever tr- even. Even slightly addressed, even just like kind of token, throw away, read into this comment as you will. It's it's watertight and it's annoying. Oh, and yeah. they'll justify it too. Even if they even oh, if yeah. you look and you see their assignment for the next three weeks at like the regional men's league in Phoenix, which they're clearly being punished for. Yeah. I don't know if Pro covers the regional men's league in Phoenix, Probably. but something like that. Yeah. Yeah. At any rate, even in that case, they'll still go. Well, you know, this is the rules and blah blah blah. Meanwhile, slap the wrist, go away, come back in four weeks. They, yeah. You never. Everyone. See everyone will have forgotten. And if they're pro, and this is my thing on this, uh, yes, it's a hard job. Blah blah blah. And I do very strongly agree at an amateur level that parents shouldn't be on the side screaming at these kids that are trying to learn the craft too, because Agreed. it's just like the players. Yeah. But at a professional level, just like the players are held accountable, the refs should be held Agreed. accountable as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, before we uh, close our look back at the Orlando game off, we do have a, we've got a special guest uh, 
We're going to give him a call. Uh, our, one of our favorites, Adrian Heath. Oh, hey. So, gentlemen, if you have uh, questions, I think we're going to get Adrian on the line. Hey, Adrian. Hello. Adrian. Adrian, it's uh, Mark from Vocal Minority. How are you doing? Hello, I'm in the bath. You're in the bath? There's I, bubbles. Is it, is it warm? No, fuck off. Oh, all right, that's hostile. But I just had <laughs> just have a couple questions. Just uh, uh, First question, um, what was your thoughts on the officiating in that game? The ref was wonderful. Joe's a good guy. You, you don't think that he pulled him down in the box there, the, the clear evidence? Did, no, there was, wasn't a foul. No foul at all? No, not at all. Mm. Do you have herbal tea there or something to calm yourself down in the bath? I'm just curious what, what your preference is as you're bathing. I'm having a pint. A pint? It's did delicious. You, oh, okay. That's, it that, has bubbles. Did you enjoy the England game? Fuck off. Okay. Hostile. Wow, wow. Hostile. Hostile. I don't, I don't remember him being so ugh, agitated. Um, what, what do you think of Iceland's chances of going through? Who? Uh, um, uh, Dwayne, I'm out. You got, you got any? Uh, Adrian, we appreciate your time today. Thank um, you. Enjoy your bath. Off to the bath. More bubbles. Have a good day. That's <sighs> creepy, man. I, I, you I, guys I, are mean. It's so uncomfortable. Who's got the hang-up button? Wow. Sorry. Sorry, you guys. I had to go get a drink. What the hell? Did I hear it? Was he, like, a little sweary I, I today? Yeah, I just... I think he wasn't happy with the the European. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's, he's you know. Because he should be a lot more chipper after he's, he's stealing after three that, points. Exactly. Yeah. Usually he's pretty like in our face. Yeah, yeah. All right, that was a bit weird. Oh, I right. need to ask him about Baptista being such a wuss. Oh, Next time. Opportunity missed. Sorry. on the show so we have our guest panelist uh, Mr. Dwayne Rollins from uh, Sports Podcast Network um, who for whatever insane reason six dollars six dollars and nothing else to do on Thursday night decided (laughs) to go down to the Argos home opener at uh, BMO Field Um, as I I like to call it the Ticat season opener (laughs) yes yes that's true I was surprised actually that you weren't there as well I thought about it but in hindsight I'm glad I shut that game off at 11.30 going I would not ever get home. I should have. Just- oh, it was terrible for that. It, they, you forget how long, like you're, when you're used to going to soccer games. Yeah, two hours. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Back to the Nine thirty. Good night. Yeah. I was there with our good friend uh, John Bruce, and he, uh, ah, nice. he and I was like, there was that injury too, which made it worse, yeah. right? There was a. Well, I hope that he's got, okay. That yeah, looked really he, scary. He got concussed or, or something, his neck injury. Anyway, yeah. they so they had to cart him off, and it was just like after ten minutes of that, it's like okay, that's because you don't like know another, what's happening. It's like another hour either. before the game. Yeah, yeah, we just went back to the pub at that point because you know, in for a dollar, in for <laughs> yeah, so, in for a penny, in for a pound. That's the term. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, you want to know what it was like? I do. Um, look, I'll say. I'll say this. Okay. Um, I've been highly critical of it because I believe very strongly that soccer deserves its own home. And that I also, as someone who used to, in the past, cover CIS football, which is gridiron football, the same thing, mm-hmm. the level below college football you'd call it in the States if you're listening there. Um, I do actually like the sport and I do have had an affinity for the CFL in the past. So mm-hmm. it's not that I have anything against the Argos. A lot of Argos fans who have me blocked and banned and everything else probably disagree. It's because I'm very strongly advocate the position for TFC. So I went down with an open mind just to see what it looked like sure. in the stadium. 
The first thing you notice is how much effort went into making sure that all elements of red and TFC were taken out of that stadium when you walk in. They covered anything up they could. Wow. Obviously, the large TFC logo can't be covered up, so that's there. There were a few scaffolding uh, covers around that had TFC logos on. They couldn't cover that up in the uh, pro shop. Is well, Not the pro shop. The um, merch shop. Shot, the merc shop. Yep. Up on the second deck, because I was sitting on the second deck. Uh, it had a Drew Moore photo on it as well, which amused me a little bit. But the rest of the place was blue as blue as blue, and they used a bunch of T-shirts to do that, um, like blue drapings over stuff that was red. So they tried to make it as blue as possible. Mm-hmm. I wonder whether they'll be able to do that every game. I um, don't yeah, know. That's, they, that's, that's a lot effort. of free T-shirts every game. Well, and look, and I said $6. That's how much it cost us. We waited on we bought them on StubHub at the last minute for and there were quite a few at that price point there the scalpers were not selling very many there were a lot of people that left at the end of the third quarter i'm not trying to bash them but it seemed to me that's usually a clear evidence of a papered house when well, people don't have any value yeah. I, I i was it was big the crowd was good the crowd it, it was, was good if it was a tfc crowd we would have said it was a good crowd but i cannot lie i expected yeah, I, I actually did expect more considering well, there how were much MGs. How much buildup they've given to this game? Because I, I watched yeah, parts I, of the game. I tuned into the basically uh, just bef- just after that guy got injured. Yeah, and a couple of the shots panning is like, where the hell is everybody? Not real. Not, hasn't dawned on me at this point that this is three hours into the game. Yeah. No, so. even at the beginning, I was I was surprised. Like TFC, you know, Toronto crowd or not, like after well, halfway through the first half through the first quarter, I was like. I, I just, I just, I did, I did honestly expect more, considering the hype, considering the home opener, considering a number of things. Now again, it's a weeknight game, that always a, plays into it. In this sort of thing, there's a lot of you know, it, outside it, to crowd that comes to these games. Real um, quickly, from a CFL perspective, yeah. one of the reasons that they have long advocated for moving to BMO Field, the CFL crowd, is because they feel that two things. It, first off, football, quote-unquote, is meant to be played outdoors. Um, they Fair. All that's an aesthetic stuff, whatever. They, sure. they might disagree in October because we know how cold it is in there. Yeah. Um, however, the other thing is the intimacy of the stadium, that they're going to be crowded and you're going to be packed together because in the Dome, it felt like you were alone there. You were watching a game by yourself. Yeah. You might as well just stayed at home. The fact that they didn't sell their home opener out with all that hype and all that thing tells me that this idea that just opening and flipping a switch and going to BMO is going to rescue that team is a bit... A bit much. You go on Ticket or StubHub right now, Ticketmaster, and look at the tickets available for the next home game, which is July 13th or something. Thousands. Yeah. So it's going to be a long haul for them. Mm-hmm. Now, the more important thing for us, though, is how did the field hold up? Yeah. What about the lines? We were sitting in Section 216, um, which it's a beautiful view up there. I mm-hmm. That new deck. At any rate, were high enough that you could absolutely see remnants of the soccer lines from a couple days before. So that does not give me a lot of hope that they're going to be able to fully erase evidence of the football lines for see or for this for soccer. Mm-hmm. Screw you, Tim Lewicki. We knew that was a lie and it's going to be proven a lie because this was the second game in there and already you're seeing the leftovers remnants, of these lines. Right. Mm-hmm. So you put a whole season in there, it's gonna be worse. In terms of the overall condition of the field, well, it wasn't raining. It was a nice summer night. They'll, they had rugby in there on the weekend, so I suspect they waited till the rugby was up, and all the people that are want to yell at me tell me rugby's worse on it than, than football. So we'll see what see it's that. like. But I've never – we've they've played rugby in there before, and I've, I've never noticed – I've noticed I've noticed it, but it's, like, it's faded. Like, it's not – No, I mean more the – not the, oh, not the, the lines. The lines. No, I, I, I meant more the, the condition of the field. And I – yeah, rugby, I think, because of rocks – 
is harder on the pitch because oh, yeah. they're grinding you're down tearing and they're, it up. Yeah. you're tearing it up. But they've never played a full season of rugby in exactly. there. They played a one-off game. Yeah, yeah. so they might play three internationals there a, a year, if that many. Yeah. yeah, I think it's the first one they've had in about twelve months. Was something in there this like week. that. Yeah. yeah, they lost by the way. If you care. Oh, did they? Last yeah. second, last second I know. Ah. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. In, ah, Italy. Anyway. Italy. Um, so I don't think hey, we can judge. And I've always said this to defend myself. People are going to listen to this. Oh, I don't think any CFL fans going to listen to this. No offense, guys. But eh. we've got a couple that are crossovers. Actually, it's weird. I never thought so. <laughs> I never thought that it would be the first game you'd see evidence of a ripped up field. They're going to be able to repair it for the first mm-hmm. few games. Absolutely. It's going to catch up to first the rainstorm in the fall. Different story. Yeah. Was it a good experience overall? Look, I, I can't. What was did, were you there in time to tailgate? Oh yeah, we. I walked. I, I, I just, periscoped just, it. I, I, I tailgated yeah, I in giant quotes. Yeah, there was not nothing. The tailgate was a disaster. Like what the to, hell? You had to line up. Like to just even walk in, you had to have your ticket. To show your ticket to get into the tailgate area, and you had to go through a long lineup where they were checking you to make sure you didn't bring booze in. And the trucks, the same thing. They made you get out of the truck, or I say trucks because most tailgaters are trucks anyway. They made you get out of your car or your vehicle, check your whole vehicle for beer because they're looking to make sure that they have to, to, they wanted to sell you their own beer. It was only $4, but even the beer lines were like, it looked pretty lame to me, which was kind of my prediction. Most people were in, that were hanging around in the parking lot, were in another area they had created, which was just music playing and. Okay beer being sold not necessarily cooking in the back of your car which i've never understood the desire of tailgating anyway it's again it's 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 a it's one of those things with any sport in canada that has an association or a a relationship with uh sports in the states so you know we play we play mls so we take on some of mls's worst qualities when it comes to the circus nba the only thing i could ever figure about uh the uh, tailgate experience is that you get a lot of people who will travel a great distance. And so if you've got a motorhome, you're going to go sure. there and park in the parking lot overnight. They get permission. It's all gay. So you wake up in the morning. Well, you've still got four hours to kick off. Break out the barbecue. Why not? Let's open up a cooler. Like, well, it's, I, it's, like I think it's evolved from that, like the, the, the caravan of, sure, of nomads. Sure. But it's become something else now. I've been, speaking of Hamilton, I'm looking at the Barton Street <laughs> Italian scarf here. It's a lovely scarf. It yeah. is a lovely scarf. I, I've been to the Barton Street tailgates. I've been to a Ticats tailgate before. I've been to a CIS tailgate before. And, and it's because you're allowed to bring your own beer around mm-hmm. there. You put them in a red solo cup. How the yeah. cops were handing them out at the, it's in that school in Hamilton. Yeah, what's yeah, called. yeah. Like, whatever. Scott Park. Yeah. So you, people, the cops are like, you know, if you're holding an open beer, they just literally would hand you a red solo cup and go, could you just put it in here and be discreet? Make sure you throw your empties out. That's right. what they were saying to us. Well, this is Toronto. This is Exhibition Place. That's not going to fly. No. Um, as the Red Patch Boys tailgate can probably tell you, it's not going to fly. Anyway, I've also been to NFL tailgates, and that's a massive party. Like, it's just like it's a bush party to yeah. use a nation it, it, it really is, yeah. You're not going to get that at this thing. It's not going to create that party atmosphere, no. and that's what they're trying to replicate because they want – Basically, ironically, the Argos want the TFC crowd because they feel that that's their way forward. They ain't going to get the TFC nope. crowd because they pissed the TFC crowd off. Exactly. Yeah. And that's not going to change anytime soon. No. So, so, so the, the only thing I can figure is you're getting the people who are the TFC demographic who don't go to TFC games but like football. I mean, I've been impressed. I will say this. As much as, as, much as my blood tells me, you know, screw off Argos, I, the CFL without the Argos – is is to me a catastrophe because now then Hamilton's got nobody to play like that they that they Ottawa. truly care about. Yeah, that's never gonna, you could it's just never going to be a thing. Yeah. But uh, uh, to me, it just feels like uh, like they've done such a great job with the marketing of it. But 
the Argos just to me feel like it's a it's a damaged brand that they're gonna take a long time to rebuild, and this is a long con. Like this is not it's not like TFC where, uh, all right, we got this MLS thing and we're gonna put a soccer team and we hope to get eight thousand people game and all of a sudden and bam, sixteen thousand people show you up. You can't get yeah. a ticket. For yeah. the first five, six, seven years. I can, yeah. Walking in that first day, it was like, where the hell did these people come from? I know. I, I, yeah. it, it was I remember trying to find a place to go after the game. And being, and, and seeing, where did we end up? We ended up at the banknote. Because that's how oh, yeah. far we had to wow. walk. That's, that's a how long, far we had to get. You, know, you almost made it to the other shows. We almost shows. did, exactly. <laughs> so we go into the banknote, and there is one waitress, a bartender, and the manager in on his day off in street clothes because they had... No idea this was going to happen. <laughs> Nobody they, knew that they, was going to happen. They were literally like, where, like what, what they the asked us, yeah. where did you all come from? Soccer game. Yeah. What? What soccer game? You yeah, know, yeah. like the panic. But yeah, like the, I, 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 aside from the fact that the Argos are playing at the Canadian National Soccer Stadium. Yeah. I wish them well. I do genuinely wish them well. I w- for them for the amount of money that they spent on renovating this thing. They could have built an entirely other stadium. Which is what would have been better for them. And yep. I think that that's what could have saved them truly because they don't control the revenues. And you mentioned it's a Thursday night, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's because they don't control the dates. Yeah. yeah. And, and they have so little control over any of this. How is this going to save them or help them? I don't even know. Yeah. But also, yeah. too, building a stadium just for a, a CFL team, like much like building a stadium for an NFL team, is stupid. It really is. Because you've only got 10 dates. Yeah, concerts and whatnot, but, I mean, you can only... Uh, yeah, the, you know, the only hope to Genesis can only come by once every so 10 often. years. Yeah. yeah. Hall and Oates were playing actually at the same yep. time, yeah. which was hilarious because we were looking and, and our friend Chris Dempsey was at the Hall yeah, and Oates show, is which, is, weird. which is really <laughs> funny. If, anyway, um, the only hope, look, two, two quick things. If you are listening and if you don't have any moral objection to the CFL, it actually was a decent night out in the crowd. I have no It's doubt. a little longer than you might be used to. Um, you're going to spend a little bit more money in that stadium because you're there for four friggin' hours, et cetera, et cetera. But in terms of a nice summer night sitting outstairs with the breeze coming off the lake, it was, it was kind of pleasant. I'm not going to lie. The only way TFC gets rid of these hobos is if an NFL team comes here. Yep. And then they would stadium share on the NFL stadium. That is the only way I could see it ever happening. Oh, they, they probably which would be the Olympic stadium for a 2026 Olympic yeah. bid. And there's a lot of dominoes that would have exactly, to fall for that. Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 my prediction with that is that's uh, the soccer center, uh, the TFC Academy, that will move because that's a giant tract of land, which would be perfect for an 80,000 seat stadium. Yeah. Oh, up Vaughn or Woodbridge. Yeah. Yeah. That would. Oh, yeah, move, yeah. And they'll move the link, academy link, to Vaughn or something. Link everything or up there. Else. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Dwayne. Appreciate uh, your insight and your uh, experience and so on from the game. And uh, weirdly hilarious. We will uh, <laughs> we will see what the field looks like on Saturday, everybody. Yeah. Dun dun dun. I know exactly. <laughs> Next up on our show is one of two matches that we're previewing this week because we have the Voyager's Cup Final. Yay! Yay! Cup ties! Cup ties! It's so good to be back in the final. It makes me happy. I wish I was independently wealthy and could fly to Vancouver to watch the game because that would be awesome. True. Um, I am very excited for this match also because TFC are going in with a chance 
not as good a chance as they should be, but mm. they're going in with a chance. It could be worse. Yeah, they did no away goals, so no, exactly. That's that's, that's the big that Every is the big part plus. and a plus. So Every draw goes to them. Yes. So this is you know, these are good things. Um and it's I think it's only fitting again that they're playing the white caps. Yeah. Because for years that was the thing, right? I, this, I can't wait for this tournament to have more teams. I know. This, is just, it next? Uh, is just, it next year I, that it starts or the year after? Uh, I haven't had that officially confirmed, but they will likely expand it to one. They will likely have a play-in from the two uh, D three teams. So League One Ontario will play the PLSQ, and they'll somehow get a spot that would play an NASL team to somehow get a spot. So it's highly unlikely Toronto FC is going to get a new team to play anytime soon. But there will be the potential of Durham United playing. What about London FC? Like. Yeah, well, exactly. Like, or let's. Why can't we just Sigma have Sigma Academy? Sigma Academy. Fun. Why don't we just have like oh League One An Ontario? Oh my god, that'd be awesome. I don't think the reason they can't yes, is, is legitimately is this is because it had the any entry into it has to have a legitimate a bona fide plan for oh, if they host. were to actually qualify and those they the have infrastructure. to be able to afford it and host the games. So and I believe, and don't quote me on this. This is a bit of speculation that the plan is that if a League One Ontario team were to Qualify somehow to the Champions League, which is highly unlikely. That's yes. facts. But if it were to happen, they would pool together and probably rent BMO Field for those Champions right. League games. But that's that's the contingency plan. And right now, to have all of them come in and, and host professional teams, we'll pass along that I am in for those tickets. If that were to happen, I would okay. totally, yeah, absolutely. That like is, that is that something isn't even a question. That is something this tournament absolutely needs. I want to see like, Toronto's skills up against I, America. Oh, that would, that I just want to see. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> and it's fifteen now. I, honestly, <laughs> in I, the tenth minute. Honestly, I just, I just want to scrap this as Toronto skills. To be honest, I <laughs> just want, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I just want a better competition. Like, or a more. I don't want it to be five teams anymore. It's well, really annoying. I'd like to see a random draw to get rid of this seating thing. Even absolutely. The seating thing's annoying as fuck. Even under the same format, have a random sure. draw. Sure. Absolutely. 100%. So that Ottawa could play TFC. Or I yeah. was so hoping, like, okay. Oh, beyond, I know. Like, who? I was dying. I was so upset. Beyond so simply, upset. like, cheering against the Whitecaps, which I. Oh, no. But going seeing them play at Ottawa would have been amazing. Yeah, just yep. for the, the idea of, and we would have traveled there. Absolutely. It would have been huge. A good trip. Like, Ottawa's a back, nice city to and visit. They, and they would have come this way. Like, it would have been. Just a good atmosphere. It would have been different. Uh, it would have been, been different. different. It yeah. wouldn't be playing the, in White Montreal Impact for the four thousandth time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, can, can I have that again, please? Yeah, please. yeah. Because doesn't doesn't everyone love playing them five six times I'm a year? Dying, I know I do. I'm dying for a game against. Yeah, can we kill the rivalry more? Yes. Yeah, I mean, we did actually play. Oh, yeah, that's right. Once. There was that one time. Yeah, I, I, I was actually I was that working was for Major League Soccer at the time, so yeah, I, I covered that game professionally. Ooh. Ooh. Had the little FC Edmonton logos. They were new too. I think it was only the second year, but yeah, Aww. it's been a long time that since we played so anyone cool. not in Major League Soccer. Yeah, because we've Which been in the Champions League as well for a long time. I know, I know. But yeah, so I, I, you know, I'm very hopeful for this game. I, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good game, and uh, let's discuss a little bit. So, players to watch: <laughs> Jordan <laughs> Hamilton, Rivero. Just because it's a miracle he can still walk. Is he still there? Is he still there? I don't know. Because he's um, they on, might have he's, sold him. He's, he's on the way out. Oh, is he really? Oh yeah. Oh, then I have nothing to watch. Hopefully, Big, uh, Toronto wins. <laughs> no, no. What's the what's the what's what's the kid's name? Uh, oh, oh the, uh, Davies. The, Davies, yeah. Alfonso Davies. Alfonso, baby? the baby. Oh. 15-year-old Alfonso Davies. Yeah, he'll play. Well, I, I could better, actually be his mother. They Terrifying. better check his parent permission slip. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and yeah, he has all his homework Is it after done. curfew? Yeah. Is it, yeah. yeah. You can play. 
Um, I'm worried about that kid because of the amount of hype that's going to get attached to him. He's a 15-year-old playing professional in this league. It's they're gonna they're going to kill him. But anyway, and, and also, well, I actually, and I'm just going to throw this out here, and I didn't we didn't get to talk about this last week. Um, how is he allowed to play in this league? Well, he's not. He's not in Major League Soccer. He's I know, and, and I guess that's what it is. That's how they get around it because it's it's uh, it's the Canadian Championship. But even still, shouldn't there be? Freddie Adu played at 14. It was drafted into Major League Soccer at 14. Well, allegedly, because there's some questions about, about his age. Birthday. Yes, yeah. there's that as well. Um, however, assuming he is the age that he says he is, he, he he came in at a quite young age, and well, look what happened to him. He's not making the bench for the Success. Tampa Bay Rowdies now. Yeah, absolute global sensation. When well, everyone, you know, world, world famous Ben Tampa Bay Rowdies. Benfica's uh, Adu? Is that what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, Legend. Yeah, yeah. well, he was, Technically, this the property of them. Yes. Okay. It's just I like just, I just I think yes. I think sure. You know, there's an opportunity to give kids a bit of a run out, but like he's literally a kid. Like yeah. he's a great. He's he's a bait. He, I don't know. I just I think that he, there is. You know, we're if you're not. Good enough, you're old enough is the adage, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's such a phys- he's big. Yeah. And that's essentially why. And that's the other thing that worries about me from a Canadian development standpoint that we're going to put a lot of hype on a kid that's essentially look like excelling because his physicality allows him to dominate younger players. Now, he plays all the time in the USL. Yep. So he does play against adults right now consistently, so it's not that there isn't some legitimacy in having him play. I can't believe we're talking this much about a Whitecaps player. However, I am worried about the overhype machine taking over, like uh, Boakai, the FC Edmonton. Exactly. Kid, he's in Croatia floundering right yeah. now. And, and he's only it's, 20, And right? it's so, terrifying yeah. because there yeah. was... There's potential. There was potential there, yeah. and well, TFC was rumored to. I reported that they had him on their discovery list. They were looking into signing him, and now he's, now he's wherever. Yeah. Now there's questions with him and his work ethic and things like that. But sure. Whatever. I don't have heard anything with Davies. Yeah, I don't know. It's it to me. To me, it's a concern outside of the oh, isn't it adorable that a 15 year old gets to play? I, I, you know, once you get past that, I, I think it's something that needs to be reviewed personally. Gives, gives, gives Vic Router something to talk about 16 times during the broadcast. Oh, he, I, I love the voice, and I do like Ugh. to call Pesky you know, the whole nine yards, but man, does he never shut up. Not for one second. He's so afraid of dead air, it's not even funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so I, like, I, you know, for me, like Jordan Hamilton, you know, any, any of the Canadian players that will likely get time um, will... <laughs> Q. Re- Q. I hope Q Ooh. starts. I, I really do. I think he should start, and yep. I hope he does start. I, I can't see. Um, I, I don't think they'll play Bono. I said Bono earlier. I always do that, but yeah. Me too. I, it's, I, on, it's on the edge. I mean, it's Canadian Championship. It makes sense to play him in it anyway if you're going to have to play one of them regardless. And if it's one game, I would actually trust Q more than I would trust Bono at this particular point in the development, yeah. as I said earlier on. So, yeah, he's my player to watch just because if we're, if we're going say, stuck with yeah. him, which is blunt, but that's the truth. And yeah. Yeah, we're going to watch that to see what he looks like in this Voyager's Cup. And, yeah, the fact that he's in there gives us less of a chance to win that right now. It, it's, it's hard not to say that we're stuck given that, you know, the, the – uh, the backup, the backup from Orlando, and that's what happened. And literally, the two of them flip flop as to who's on the bench. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it feels like a trap. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so that I would, be, I would definitely be watching him. I like, I'd be curious to see what Vanny does with this at this point. They, I mean, they fell below the red line with the loss on the weekend. Yeah. Um, which is a bit concerning. Now we could have an argument about games in hand. We're not going to. We've done that on Twitter this week. Uh, hashtag math. Yeah, <laughs> math is good. However, <laughs> don't believe the numbers though. Um, don't make me throw carrots at you. Does he have the pressure to try and win something to try and alleviate his pressure? I, I am not. 
uh, the person who normally sits in this chair, so I'm not going to, or I guess it's that chair he normally sits in, right? But mm. anyway. Duncan, Tony. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to call for Vinny's head anytime soon, but some people are going to start if he oh, yeah. to start winning. And I think yeah. that the Voyager's Cup would help with that a little bit, just like it helped with Vinter. Yeah. But I also think that the Voyager's Cup, you know, again, this is the first year in a few years where it's it's achievable. Um, and as, as Duncan points out, all the time is that it's no one's problem this year it has no impact on this season sure. past this game yeah none whatsoever yeah half the guys might not be there next year it could it could be, it doesn't matter they've it been does. more consistent with their lineup so i don't think it'd sure. be half, yeah. but no 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 but yeah. like and, and i think they'll have probably most of this core or a good chunk of this core back again or i hope they will but again it has no further impact on this season so why not mm. why not add that to Add that to your your um, your resume, or add that to the hype around the team. Give the hardcore fans something to to glom onto and enjoy, because we are the ones that like the Voyagers Cup. Um, yeah, you and know, people who've been here from the beginning. I love the Voyagers Cup. I to me, the Voyagers Cup almost more important than the MLS Cup. Ooh, I yeah, said almost. Yeah. No, you know what? <laughs> Given that I haven't really, you know, seen what yeah, that looks like, yeah. um, I would agree with that. Also, too. The repercussions of winning it are very immediate. It's not like we got to go into a playoff to find out if we're going to get thumped by Club America or yeah. or Chivas or some random Mexican yeah. team. But you know, you go right into the group stage, and that's a guaranteed. I, I hate the fact that they went to three team groups. Yeah, I know, I know but, it's so annoying. But CCL is a disaster now. But yeah, yeah. But that's still two games, two meaningful games against foreign opponents. I Love we need. It. There's I not enough of them. I really maintain isn't. that there's a lot of MLS markets out there that don't like the CCL. Like, and there's a lot of fans out there that don't like the CCL, even in this market too. But I sure. think that those of us that are hardcore into the game, that listen to stuff like this, love that competition because, first off, we're an outsider in our own league anyway. Yep. So everything is about outside. And this just expands us and allows us to feel part of the global footballing community and that mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And yeah. we love the four years that, that TFC was, was in that competition. Oh, my God. I love those games. They Some of my best highlight. memories yeah. of, of TFC come from those games. Now, part Part of that is because they were shit during sure, MLS during that time, yeah. and that was an opportunity to, to press a reset button in, in August and have something fresh. Exactly, That's part of it. Yeah, but yeah, it would be really nice to get back to that, and I, I miss not having those games in my season ticket package. Yeah, I, I I still love and laugh at the fact that we beat a Mexican team once. Yeah, like like we beat a Mexican team. We beat Cruz Azul and. They beat us. They thumped the shit out of us when we got bad to, got down there. Oh yeah, but it still doesn't matter. Revenge. We beat a Liga MX. They got a point. TFC got a point in, in Mexico. Mexico. Yes, I know. It, it was, was magical. horrible to watch. Oh that my god, night. some of the worst yeah. thing ever. That pitch was terrible. The play was terrible. But they got a fucking point. Yes, magic. Torsten Suck. Fring's first game for TFC was in Guatemala. Something, or something like that. Like yeah, that. and they were on the bus right. for what two plus yeah, hours. Like grass. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was yeah. crazy. <laughs> Uh, good times. He should have really just turned around. Probably. <laughs> yeah. uh, next I, next I plane now. to Werner Brennan, please. Nine. 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 <laughs> okay. What the hell did I sign up? It's the second German ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've sort of already talked about, like, what vanning tactics for this, and we were talking about, you know, and we we're looking back at the Orlando game. But I think, again, like, do you think he's going to go with as strong a lineup as possible to win this? Like, is Seba going to start? I, is I, is he going to do, I, you know, he's, I, I saw I in a post game a, that, you know, like Perkis and somebody else were, were yeah. rested to sort of look forward to this week kind of thing. Like, if, 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 
if the results of how you're doing makes the difference as to or what you win is you know part and parcel of the sales pitch of whether you keep a coach or not you go for it you know they're struggling right now and a trophy looks great a trophy a trophy will erase a couple of mistakes it really will um, and well, I and personally I I don't I don't see why he wouldn't. I can't think of a good reason. If you're playing, if you've got Q and goal and other injury considerations that are there, there, I think the best chance for TFC to win this game is to get a goal in the first 20 minutes yep. and put Vancouver under the pressure of needing three. And that will mm-hmm. allow them then to park the bus and to do everything that they need to do with the understanding that they could somehow let two goals in and still win that tie yeah, at yeah. that point. Yeah. So to me, you start, you put your foot down, you go out, you try and get an early goal. Agreed. Will I do that, though? Here's the hoping. Yeah, I don't... I, we'll see. I, you know what? He's put out a stronger lineup for this than I expected so far. So I have hope for that just because I have been somewhat surprised in his choices already. I'm not... I don't think he will put a weak lineup out, but I don't know if he won't put a, a formation out that's primarily... Defensive? Bus parky. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is a mistake, but we'll see. Um, Unless it works. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. another nil-nil, then it wasn't a mistake. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that game in Montreal was very well done. Like, that was yeah. what you need. All right. Before we, we move further, I just, we were talking about teams that the TFC has played in the CCL and, and, and games in Mexico and Mexican teams. What team should TFC advance? What team do you want to see them play? All of them! <laughs> uh, like, I have a list here. I turned down my mic for that. America. Club America? Actually, Chivas. I'd like to see them play Chivas, Chivas Guadalajara. Yeah. I like the irony of it. Yeah. 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 Them again. <laughs> well, my, my first one, though, because they're in, they're in the CCL this year for the first time ever, Don Bosco. Just to confuse Torontonians, because they won't have any idea what's happening. There's, there's a high school they're, football they're, game they're, going they're on? They're playing the high school team? <laughs> Why are the Argos playing Don Bosco? What's going on? <laughs> that doesn't seem fair. <laughs> What, what kind of crazy what kind Rob of crazy Ford sport is this? You know, like, if he knew that his team was like, playing professional. I was just like, come on, that would be so much fun. Uh, but like, I you know, I'd be happy to see any of the teams we faced before. I want a Mexican you know? team for sure. Yeah, like Arabianito or you know, Steli or because Vancouver. If you look at Vancouver's group, they got stuck with an MLS team, and yeah. that Ew. is boring as shit. You I don't want to play those fuckers again. No, exactly. One Central American team in Sporting Kansas City. Ew. Yay. I'm gonna pay you more know? money to watch Sporting Kansas City. B team? Exactly. Come on, no. no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I want Something bring us the Mexicans. And Joe Public, obviously. And Joe Public. Joe Public. Yes. Gotta live in Gotta there. love what Joe Public. What was the team with Mr. Donut on the front that we beat 5 0? Oh, that Terry was. Terry Dunfield scored a brace or something. That was, um. Oh my God, what was that? Uh, um, not Aguila. They were uh, just Mr. Donut. Botagua? No, that's not Botagua. Wasn't Pachuca? No, no, no. No, 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 no it wasn't Pachuca. They, they were from like El Salvador or wasn't something. Wasn't Botagua? No, the Honduran team. No, it was for, it was either El Salvadorian oh, or the, was Guatemalan. The, wasn't it wasn't the Panamanian team? Was it the purple? No, that the Panamanian team was a Ribe Unando. Yeah. Oh yeah, good. that's right. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice pull. Oh yeah. my god, what the hell are they called? All right, I'm on it. All right, you you yeah. search for that. Yeah, they, um, they were my favorite team in there because for one, they won five five one. Yeah. Why, why you allowed the goal? Well, TFC back then. Exactly. Really yeah, always yeah. have to allow the goal. I think, I think that team scored first, if memory serves too. Well, because TFC were like ah. 
minnows. Surely we can handle this. No. Well, the, yeah, the height of that game, too, as, as you're looking it up, I, I just recall it was like a shit show that season. And then they were losing every game within two minutes, and they get in there and suddenly to roll a team 5-1. It was like, okay, that's Yeah, good. here we go. Yay. We're was, not the worst team in the world. Exactly. That was the Koopman's worst team oh, in the world year. Yeah. that was, too. <laughs> Apparently that's the worst team in the world. That's right, because they went and won that during that sort of yeah. awfulness. That's right. Yeah. The, the fact that TFC was in the semifinals of the Continental Championship and, and Owen nine in their own exactly yeah, oh that was the thing that was the thing that sort of uh it's that what, sort of kept what was it cd aguila my uh, el salvador orange team yeah that's yeah it. yeah there it is awesome. five five one right something like oh, that yeah um yes who, who's what you got there you're on uh, wikipedia five yep five one versus yeah aguila yeah dunfield scored right um, this is riveting radio this is great <laughs> Dunfield, yeah dunfield got one reggie lamb of the Bermuda That's Lambs right. got Re- the brace. Reginald Thompson Reg- Lambs. Yes, Lamb. yes. Oh, the Lambs. Yes. Of, of, of the Bermuda Lambs. Oh, the Bermuda Lambs. Yes. Reggie Lamb. You know what? I don't think I would have remembered Reggie Lamb until that very moment at this point. It's been a lot. It's been a long, strange journey. A long, it strange really journey. Has. Has. It has. This, this, this roster is full of long, strange journeys. Um, all right. Well, before we get to predictions for this match... Um, we do have another special guest this week. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. We, we, we actually got Rob. We've got Carl Robinson on the phone just to get his thoughts uh, about the match. Um, so, Carl, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, Cormine. And, uh, yeah, hello. Uh, what are your... What, do you expect this to be a, a hard-fought match? I'm a wrist with. Interesting, interesting, okay. Uh, uh, tactically speaking, are, are you anticipating TFC to, to line up in a defensive shape or, or more attacking on the front foot? Yes, Gareth Bale and Shirley Bassey. Oh, wow, mm. okay. Um, and are you planning to go with a, a first team or are you sort of looking to put some of your kids out there? Mm, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Last question, did you enjoy the England game? Absolutely, Cardiff. I'm done. I'm good. Are you good? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us, Robo. It's been lovely to speak to you. And uh, we wish you all the best, except for in this game. Cool, mine. <laughs> all right, this is fun. Um, <laughs> so, predictions, gentlemen. 1 0 Vancouver goes to penalties. Ooh, you're mean. And then? Yes, you have to, you have to, you have to, you can't just leave it there. DMC's going to win 5 4 in penalties. Nice. All right. Damn straight. <laughs> one all. What was he? TFC. Yep. I concur. Heady stuff. Yeah. All right. Got to can't wait. All right. Championé ole. And we will probably go to. And that is our great reward for. Hey everybody, it's Bitchy Blakes! Blum penny call! Blum penny call! Blum penny call! 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 Hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of Bitchy Blank, our favorite hashtag game and we hope yours as well. Last week's Bitchy Blank was... The Voyager's Cup winner should also receive blank. 
Gentlemen, before we get to this week's winner, what do you have for this blank? I'll start. Um, this week, the winner of the Voyager's Cup should get a two-for-one gift certificate at the Moba Bully School of Hairstyling. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Russell Tybert will line up for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Voyager's Cup winner should also receive championship belts, 22 of them. And then they have to defend them by laying them down the center circle in front of their opponents. Also, the away team must cut a heel promo. Oh, wow. That's a yeah. lot of wrestling. That's... Hell yeah. That's... Wow. Woo! Yeah, All bring right. the chairs out. I'm going to say, she'll also receive a lifetime supply of maple syrup. Mm, uh, a one-month voucher on Via Rail. Yeah. And, uh... That'd be a good price. You know, yeah. complimentary yeah, box of Timbits. Wait, the actual the actual snack food or the little kids that have to little have little kids have time. Oh, that's oh, fine. I, yeah, that oh, way they have their own team. Yeah, you've got your own whatever. entourage. You're gonna be on the train anyway. Yeah, just send them up and down the aisles. Ah, ah, like uh, they're in the game. That'll keep. Can them I trade it for actual birthday cake Timbits? Sure. Okay. They're probably it's probably yeah. like a one to one trade. Anyway. The birthday cake. Oh, have you ever had them? They're they're pretty they're tasty. Pretty good. Yeah, with the sprinkles good, yeah. and everything. Yeah, it's a cake, man. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, the one of the ones they actually nailed. Yeah. 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 All right. However, this week's winner is. Ben Massey at Lord Bob on the Twitters. <laughs> what, what fabled of fabled of uh, picture Voyager's uh, Cup. Uh, anyway, he's like, hi Ben. He's our grumpy cat. He is. He's our extra grumpy cat. <laughs> Canadian <soccer's> grumpy cat. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture it. Too. Oh my god! You were just you were just totally do like that'd be yeah. such a good face meld too. Full disclosure: If this becomes a meme before this podcast comes out, it means I remembered to do it. <laughs> no content. No content. Just boom. It's like, who the fuck is this kid nerd Mark and his asshole meme of block? <laughs> anyway, Ben is known for, other than his incredibly grumpy nature, uh, conservative politics. Conservative politics. Grumpy nature. Patriotism. Grumpy anyway, nature. Yes. Oilers. So, Oilers. <laughs> the Oilers, yes. FC Edmonton. Um, Pain women's team, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Voyager's Cup winner should also receive a picture of the Queen. God save a gracious queen. God save our noble queen. God save a queen. No more. Yeah, I don't even know any more words. I let her reign over yeah. us. Yeah. Oh, okay, thank you. I, I was just going to start Royal Canadian Kilted Yaksmith. Yeah, so I was so sorry. My brain yeah. was like, and go. How does, what's the next line of that Ren and Stippy song? Go. Ah, uh, shit, <laughs> yeah. I can't think of it. Anyway, yeah. Uh, thank you, Ben, for playing, and uh, we'll get you uh, your prize. There is no prize. Exactly. It's the Voyager's Cup. You have to present it to a Toronto team, though. <laughs> Again. We need a new picture. He's not a Whitecaps fan anymore. Really exactly. Yeah. It'd be fine. <laughs> He'd be fine. Um, this week's bitchy blank is TFC should get their next keeper from blank. Yeah. Sad trombone. Sad trombone. As always, please do send us your answers to us on the Twitters at VocalMinorityCA or to any of our individual Twitter accounts as you see fit or in the comments underneath the episode when we post it online. Play as often as you like, but please do get us those answers by 5 o'clock on Monday. Thank you. Every two being carburetor, moving groove, modulator, regulate lady breath flow. A bar bottle battery is actually loading these are energy systems. Systematically check my suitable count A E I O U U O I E. Hey, hey, what your man completed? Dialed in, dialect, rubbed, deleted, overheated, too. 
Anyway, so last up on our show is, of course, our look ahead to TFC's next MLS home game this Saturday against the Seattle Sounders. Uh. That's right. The sounding enthusiasts are coming this way. For the first time. It never gets old. I know. Never. I had to put it in there. You should. I know. I would have been looking for it. I know. I would. You would have been disappointed had I not. Um, it has been three years since uh, the Sounders visited Toronto. And unlike years past, they're not really all that scary right now. Nope. They're mired in second last place in the West. <laughs> have scored the least number of goals of any team in MLS. Ooh. The least number of goals. Yeah, but the deuce is back. Whatever. And lucky for us, no Obafemi Martins. They have a terrible road record. Oh. A terrible road record. Um, we invented terrible road records. I know. TFC invented exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. They're trying to like. Uh, I dare you to take that. Bite our bite yeah. our game here. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be weird to sort of see them. It's it's weird to be facing Seattle when they're not in the ascendancy. To see them this low. Um, and to be playing, you know, they've lost some really, you mentioned Obafemi Martins, you know, like that has had a huge impact on them because, goddamn, he's a good player. Yeah, um, wonder kid Jordan Morris, though. Wonderkind. I feel so bad for this child. Wunderkind. That's more German for you. So much pressure I'm, on I'm him. I've learned so much. So much. <laughs> unnecessary pressure. It's been, ein, I don't know. Wow. MLSer? I don't know. Das Kind is Brent. <laughs> I believe that means the child is burned. Something like nice. that. And burned to you. Um, but, you know, yeah, sure, sure. Jordan Morris, you know, he's he's playing all right. Um, but, again, I feel bad for him and all the hype that's been, you know, heaped upon him. Of course, Seattle was the landing spot for Hercules Gomez, who is oh. one of our most missed players, especially these days with lack of goals. Oh, yeah. um, who else is over there? There's uh, Brad Evans. There you go. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Weird so idea. weird that he's there. That is, yeah. that is pretty odd. And Nathan Sturgis, which Ooh. always makes me giggle. Whenever I just 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 when I ever see him playing for a team, I'm like, oh right. It's the funny it's, thing about Nathan Sturgis. If you'll allow player. me a historical TFC reference. Sure, he hated being TFC here. TFC actually won that trade when you think back on it. Even with the the they got here, we traded a first round draft pick who so never worked out to anything in yeah. Vancouver, and Nathan Sturgis is still playing. So it's it's the greatest mistake TFC fans and TFC management's made over the years is ignoring mm-hmm. the value of, of lifetime MLS players. However, sure, that was the editorial true. by Dwayne Rollins, and I'll move on now. Go on. <laughs> Fantastic. And then of course you know Stefan Fry and that like there's oh, yeah, stuff. Good old stuff. Um, so there's a lot of you know there's some TFC connections. There's some there's some fairly fairly bad blood between the two teams. Just from you know, the games between them always seem fairly scrappy. Any team that has Clint Dempsey because he's such an idiot. Sorry, I will you know if, in case you've never noticed, I don't like Clint Dempsey. I don't like him at all. I like him I, better at Fulham. I didn't. Yeah, sure. He was great at Fulham because yeah, he didn't play he for Spurs. Here. He didn't make me angry. Yeah, the true. deuce. Um, the deuce. Yeah, drop him. The poop. Um, he's not the shit. I just can't, I just cannot stand him. And he will be back because the Americans yeah. got eliminated and Copa is over. And yeah. um, anyway, so yeah, this should be. You know, I always look forward to home games. We've got a, a several coming up this month now. Four home games. Four home games. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy that. Yeah. Three, two I weeks in a row, I, yeah. and then another two weeks in a row. So um, it'll be fun. And hopefully we beat them because we need to rebound from the horror that is the Orlando match. Um, players to watch for this one. Cascadian Messi. Jordan Morris. 
Oh dear. Yeah, I didn't want to go with American Messi because that's that's like that's that's a heady thing. So I'm just going to limit it to you know the Cascadia. Upper West Coast. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, also, also mostly because I just want to laugh. Um, if he doesn't even mind you, if he does take a penalty, he fires it over the bar. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, meta, meta. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, maybe too meta, but anyway. Uh, can I say Herc? Yeah. Yeah. That's who I've got. Cause, yeah, because it's, well, the TFC curse, right? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Curse and Sturgis, obviously. So uh, We've played Sturgis before with other teams. I no longer fear the, the, I, the Sturgeon. I believe it's most of them. He's just a fish. <laughs> yeah. As he he is the so journeyman. Um, no, no, I think Herc as well. Herc is going to come on in like the and 70th minute and... And exact revenge. Full disclosure, Absolutely. I will applaud him. I will totally... Because he deserved better here, and he deserves to get that applause. It was overdue. There you go. So, still, scored the goal to put TFC in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Still, yes, exactly, he did. Thank you, Dwayne, for helping me in that. When oh, everyone sorry. else tells me I'm wrong. There you go. It was it's true. A, it's a great trivia question. It was true. Oh, 20. no, but it was Seba. No, it no, wasn't. wasn't. It was Herc. No, it wasn't. It was a good goal, too. Good anyway. poacher goal, too. Yeah. yeah. And still Beautiful. one of the most entertaining players on Twitter at all. Yep. Uh, I still, I, it's all very star. strong. I still and follow. if you'd like to hear him interviewed by the uh, Sports Podcasting Network Go on, on Soccer Today. Where? You can listen on SportsPodNet. Uh, you can follow us on the Twitters or uh, follow us on any of our social platforms. I'm at 24th Minute. I interviewed him this week. <clears throat> okay. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That was that was smooth. That I was that was, was subtle. I, I didn't even notice. Here um, <laughs> 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 um, So Vanny tactics. Again, we've talked about this so many times this match because everything's so compressed. But you know, it's a home game. They had a good strong home game before this game. If Bradley is well, will likely play. If he's not, you know, if he's not still injured, he's not going to play in Vancouver yeah, regardless. I think, yeah. Um, but if he's able to, he'll play on Saturday. But again, do you, you know, he's, he's, the team flew out to Vancouver nice and early. So they, you know, they're going to fly back right after the Voyager's Cup. So they'll have a couple days of acclimation. Um, they've been there for two days, getting used to it, training and stuff. So they don't have as much, there's not as much jet lag going on, which is good. I, the, the travel plan for this was very smart, and, and I was I was pleased to see them go straight to Vancouver, actually. Um, to me, that says that they are taking some of this stuff seriously because they want to adjust and everything. I think MLS has, has loosened the rules on travel a little bit under the new CBA because they used to not be able to. They used to have to come home first. But, yeah. Uh, which is ridiculous at any rate. So, yeah, no, that's good. I think that in terms of the tactics, you're right, that there'll be a rotation in the sense that players that didn't play in Vancouver will probably get a run out, and that'll probably include Bradley. Um, I would wonder even whether we might be getting close to seeing an altered or bench appearance because he's got to be getting close to recovery. He's been out for six weeks now. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard anything on that. To be I've just to heard be he's clear. been doing a lot of active training, but he hasn't been doing training with the with team. With the team. So if he trains this week, it wouldn't shock me if he's on the bench. Um, as you said, they're struggling. It's a home game. They could put him out to be a loose way to put him back in. Um, if Hamilton plays, I suspect Babouli will start and vice versa. Um, that kind of lineup choice. But... As I said earlier, they're below the red line now. And they're going to be below the red line heading into this. It's yeah. not like it's a disaster. It's not mm-hmm. like they're done yet. No, but they've got to start getting points, especially at home. So they yeah. need to win that game. Yeah. yeah. They got they again, they have out four out of the next five games are at home. And they, they don't need, have a choice. Yeah, would say actually five points. out of the next six games are they at home. They need ten points out of that. Yeah. Minimum. I'd yeah. say twelve, probably Agreed. more realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. No, I, I as far as the tactics go, I would I really wouldn't mind seeing uh, the lineup that 
that Toronto kind of had uh, the second half uh, against Orlando where it really seemed like um, Jamaica was getting a lot more space to run around. Uh, they, they were allowing... I want to say they were allowing more fluidity and more open play because it seems like the first half was give the ball to the little guy, let's hope. Um, and and what was it? the one thing I did find strange with the Orlando game is that they seemed to get more open when Sheru came off and Babuli came in. And that was just, that was a weird thing, but it worked. It worked fantastic. They looked, they were going for it. So if, if it, so basically what I'm saying is if it means that Benny Balls doesn't start in, in place of Babuli, as insane as that is for all intents and purposes, I'm very okay with it. I would but like Johnson will have to have one hell of a game though. And Johnson's been shaky lately, in my opinion. Well, he does. Johnson's a support player to, to having a more uh, yeah. efficient passer beside him, so he gets the ball to so plays that link up game mm, there true, too. True. Um, so if Bradley's back, then you right. Put if Bradley's Bradley back, aside. then you're yeah. then you're okay in that sense. So I think Sharu is in essence Bradley's backup, and he's been playing that role during this past month. I think now, in a the, lot of ways, he's better than him though. Like not, he's not a better player than than Michael Bradley. Doesn't have the same speed. Doesn't have the same speed. Mm-hmm. If he had the same, if he had the same speed. I would take Sheru over Michael Bradley every day of the week. Yeah, but if he had the same speed, he wouldn't be at Toronto FC. I know that. He'd still be. I know that. I I get that. I just, I think, I think there's so much to be acknowledged for his, for his brain, his Mm. soccer knowledge, his soccer brain is so high. He's one of the smartest players in the league, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I could see him in a role moving forward where you almost, um, if you're protecting a lead, you put it. You put three three guys across the back line to protect it late in the games, and you bring and you put off him like probably Ozo pivot. or or Babuli if he's playing. You bring one of those offensive guys off, and you know. And you just yeah, you just anchor him there. Yeah, yeah. agreed, absolutely. Yeah. That makes sense. So is they're not going to do that to start the game. No, no, yeah, God, gonna, no, yeah. no, no, no. But yeah. there's potential there. Yeah, they're going front foot. That's yeah. they have to. Oh yeah, think Jay Chapman plays. Who? Exactly. Yeah. I sort of forget, you know, he, he got those couple games where it was like, ooh, Jay Chapman. And, again, we talk about the players who have shown themselves to be not ready. And, and Jordan Hamilton is ebbing and flowing in, in the games he's playing right now. And I was happy to see him get the start um, on the weekend. And, you know, in the first half he showed there's still some knowledge to gain there. But the goalie score was very nice. And there's, there's work to be done. But there's potential there. Jay Chapman is still very much... A work in progress. He's a tweener. He's a t- he's a tweener in the sense that he's not MLS ready and he's not USL sort of that level either. They almost need to loan Jay Chapman someplace where he can regularly start yeah. mm-hmm. at a highest and, and, and level, like we, at the Ottawa Fury or something, something like, like that. that. Or yeah. the tip of league in whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, I sadly knew that. Yeah, I actually yeah. did too. <laughs> Nerds. Because of yeah. you. <laughs> I know. It's like, damn it. Fucking nerd. Football manager. But, yeah. <laughs> but I agree, and I, and I think that we, I don't think the team should be afraid of things like that. I, I, you know, you want to develop these kids. They're still ours, but give them an opportunity to actually grow instead of yeah. thrusting them into situations where they're not ready, where they look bad, where they lose confidence, where people lose confidence in them, and then they regress. And yeah. I think that's a, a vicious cycle. I don't know what the relationship is with Ottawa and with, uh, with, Mon- or with Edmonton, but to me there's a natural potential there because they don't yeah. have to worry about international transfer certificates they can just loan the players there they can play the full season exactly. because if they loan them to states they have to bring them back at the end of the year yeah. as we found out with well, I know Wilmington oh yeah that was ago. fun mm-hmm. 
So to me, there's a natural possibility there. Now, the question is whether Ottawa would want him. Does Ottawa want to be seen as like TFC's B team or the Impact's B team or whatever? That's a question for them to worry about, though. From TFC's perspective, I think they should be seeking those kind of partnerships yeah. because yeah. the USL, especially the way they play it, isn't necessarily going to drive his game any farther. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, I could easily see that. Yeah. All right. So question. So with, we've talked about Clint Dempsey a bit. Clint Dempsey is whatever, good soccer player. Scores goals. Fine. But drops wraps. Well, this is Debatable. what we're going to talk about. Drops, exactly. Drops the, the mean beats. D- well, fat rhymes. Fat rhymes. Fat rhymes. Yeah. What is the name of Clint Dempsey's latest song? Oi, it's a good one. His next track is going to be called International Retirement. It's a track about how the greats of football hang it up, probably when they still got a couple years left. He's got a verse about Messi, a verse about Ibrahimovic, and a verse about himself, hint. So, yeah, he relates. He relates to the greats. Made that up. I know. Uh, Totally made that up. This new song is called Snacks in My Pocket, or How I Kept a Job at Seattle Sounders. (laughs) 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 This This is how he keeps in the good books, and this is all about the different delicious snacks. I got cheese balls. I got tacos. I got all the snacks for Ziggy. Capping Cascadia. They're capping in Cascadia. Ooh. Playing some caps. You know, Kaplan. It's, it's a gun reference, I Black. think. Oh. It'll, 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 yep. make it, it'll make it work. The American audience, they like to yeah. try I like that. Yeah. That's yeah. good. It's all true. right. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, I can see that. And I Cascadia, we all like to make Cascadia references. Yes. The most yeah. important cup in Major League Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's been here since the beginning of time. Yeah. yeah. Um, clearly. Biggest, biggest cup in world football. It really is. Yeah. Cascadia Cup. It's true. Other teams are embarrassed that they can't. They're unhappy they can't compete for it. Yeah. Yeah. Ours is for a flower. Theirs is for a fictitious part of uh, state. So <laughs> obviously theirs is better. It's for like a waterfall or something, uh, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's cascades. Yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. That's what I figure. Keep been chasing waterfalls or something, yeah. You'll see references. There's our intro. Um, all right, so uh, again, I am very excited. This is this has been like a, a guest-filled show. Um, we is have somebody else. There is somebody else. Holy shit! I know. We're like this is good. Ratings are gonna go through the roof. The roof this the roof. I know. We have to like advertise this everywhere. So, <sighs> but it's pretty obvious who it should be because who's coming to town? Seattle. So we got Siggy on the phone. No. I, I know. I know. He's. I know he comes on the show a lot. Your but long distance bill is gonna be. Crazy. Well, I have a I have a pretty good plan. So. Okay, all right. Um, my data plan sucks. My long distance plan is amazing. All right, all right, fantastic. I'm glad we can use it. All right, so well, um, Ziggy Schmidt, welcome to their show again. This is amazing. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Um, <clears throat> is that Putin? Uh, Ziggy, uh, first question: um, Are you concerned at all the condition of the pitch after a uh, our our local uh, professional? Uh, gridiron team uh, plays on it. Are you worried about your superstars uh, and their condition uh, dealing with it? <coughs> it could be an adverse pitch? <coughs> um, can you pass the waffles, please? Um, so, as, as Mark was saying, uh, the, you know, this is your talking about the pitch, but this is your first time coming to like brand new BMO. Like, we've just recently renovated it. Are you looking forward to seeing Toronto um, and your team playing in like what is meant to be like a pretty high class stadium now? Where's that place on my <clears throat> that maple syrup? I'm good. Ah. Mm. Uh, my my last my last question will be: um, 
Uh, do you feel that, like we've speculated that former TFC players uh, are, are looking to gain some measure of revenge, I guess, from from years and regimes gone by. Um, do you think that's going to have an effect on the outcome of the match? Do you, do you think they're going to step up their game? Are you me about... Oh, Pusim! Ziggy? I think we lost him. I think we lost him. Okay. Um, well, that was... That was Ziggy. Is, that I'm, was, I'm seeing a pattern. That was a Whatever. weird one. Okay. Um, that was Ziggy, so Dwayne, thanks. did you have a question for, at all? Dwayne, did you want to talk to him? No, no. you're good? I'm good. All right. Okay, then. Wow, that was... All right, okay. that was that was good. Okay, thanks. Well, hey, that's three. That's that three is three. coaches. I know. I don't... You don't, you don't see... You don't see... You Any don't see other... Other like, podcasts. Doing this. Probably Dwayne's, but none yeah. of the other podcasts exactly. other have not three, three in the same day. Exactly. No. Three in the same, like, day. In the okay, same just, show. Like, come on. Just, I, yeah. I feel like this is like our, our, our... Maybe our watershed moment here. I don't know. I... This is... Yeah. I know. All right. Um, Maybe well. we jump the buffet here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Good night, everyone. Before we yeah, uh, leave uh, this, the last bit on Seattle, uh, as always, I need to know your predictions, gentlemen, for this game. Um, I think TFC will get a one-nil win. I, I, ha- I believe, I believe that, I believe that we will win. <laughs> I hate you for saying that in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm, I, maybe it's the cold settling in. Maybe it's the uh, the heat. But why not? Three one Toronto. Let's go crazy. Fill your boots. Let's go crazy. Let's <laughs> you go put, crazy. Get rid of these two, and what do you got? Yeah. Some room of positivity. positivity. Well, you know what? I'm going to jump on the positivity train. Two one TFC. Uh, They're so, so going to derail us next week. Sunshine <laughs> and lollipops and rainbows. Kisses. Everything that's wonderful. <laughs> when we're together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm, right. I'm, I'm so proud of you, Dwayne, right now. You, <laughs> Seriously, I you really picked am up the too. sing this song with like... the anthem and this. There we go. This is kind of magical, uh, isn't it? Yeah, no. This is, I, 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 I one of us. Spe- one of us. I feel this is special. <laughs> I feel. I feel. I'm. I'm. I'm part of a very special recording. Thank, Thank you. It's a beautiful moment. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, that is for us. All for us this week. Um, please join us <laughs> next week when the uh, the weather will be better and we won't all be melting in the studio. We will look back to hopefully triumphs in the Voyagers Cup and against the sounding enthusiasts. <laughs> and we'll perhaps have parts of our normal panel back. Who knows? Um, Mark and I are always here. Well, yeah, so I have been joined by on the interwebs at Kittner Mark with a K not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. He sang twice. I did not sing once. I hummed. That's the best That's I did. That's true. Well, I, you're, you're not well, though. So it he, doesn't. He, he, I'm still. I just. You're like a proud he, papa he, right now. He picked up the slack of people who were here. I know. It's so, impressive. Really? It really is impressive. Full marks. Well done. Well done. Full marks. Thank so you. So we are applauding our, of course, our guest panelist, uh, Mr. Dwayne Rollins at 24th Minute on the Twitters, and of course from the Soccer Podcast Network. Uh, Mr. Dwayne Wallace, thank you for joining us. I will podcast for food. <laughs> and I did tonight. <laughs> as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet. I am Kristen Knowles. You can find me at Casey Knowles. Until next week, Toronto. Get used to it. Do you think Siggy's got a podcast? Asking for a friend. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. That's
Fagundes. Hello, 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 hello. Dwayne sounds good. Hey, Mark, how are you? Kristen sounds good. And I think I sound okay. Illness notwithstanding. You sound delightful. Oh, go you, on. You have sexy cold voice, Mark. Go on. Ooh. Exactly. This is... <laughs> that's not... That's not such a thing. But thank you. I do want you to do an entire episode in the uh, PBS uh, marathon. We we oh, were gonna we have to we have to do like a wait a minute the the oh the 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 uh, yeah. thank you for your support yeah, of PBS Tarawanda yeah <laughs> yeah up next we like to say hi to all of our fans up in Canada the they're super up in Canada how does like one border make your voice go that way? I don't know but it's quite hilarious downdraft to the falls I got nothing. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> a bunch of the guys went to the, uh, just can't go in the excerpt. Oh, and, <laughs> and wait, 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 let me, just on the off chance that it's hilarious and we say something hilarious, let me, and we're back. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not the cold, it's the wet or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Hello, <laughs> Winnipeg listeners. <laughs> Mosquito. Yeah, look out, for, look out for the giant black fly. <laughs> It terrorizes your city from <laughs> May till September. Yes. Go Jets. <laughs> Go Jets. <laughs> Go Jets. Yes.